seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. Star Trek, the original series, Shore Leave. Bridge Enterprise is orbiting a very green planet. A young female yeoman is getting a signature for the captain. Kirk, anything from the landing party? Spock, they should be setting up a report momentarily, Captain. Kirk stretches and groans. Something wrong? Kirk, a kink in my back. Behind his back, the yeoman starts to massage it. That's it. A little higher, please. Push, push hard. Dig it in there, mister. Kirk, Spock steps forward and Kirk realizes who is massaging his lower back. Kirk, thank you, yeoman. That's significant. Tonya, you need sleep, Captain. It's not. If that's not out of line, Kirk, I have enough of that from Dr. McCoy, human, thank you. Spock, Dr. McCoy is correct, Captain. After what this ship has been through in the last three months, there is not a crewman aboard who is not in need of rest, myself accepted, of course. Kirk, have Dr. McCoy report channeled to my quarters, Lieutenant. You all right? Aye, aye, Captain. Planet surface, Glade, Sulu. Beautiful, beautiful. No animals, no people, no worries. Just that what the doctor ordered. Right, Doctor? McCoy couldn't prescribe better. We are on one weary ship. Sulu, do you think the captain will authorise shore leave here? McCoy, depending upon the report and that of the other scouting parties, you know, you have to see this place to believe it. It's like something out of Alice of Wonderland. The captain has to come down. Sulu, he'll like it. McCoy, he needs it. Just you've, you've got your problems. I got mine. He's got ours plus his four hundred and thirty other people's. Where are you going, Sula? To get some cell structure records, a blade of grass, a bush, a tree, flower, petal. With these, we can tell the whole plant's biology. As Sula crouches down behind some pampas grass, McCoy turns and start looks straight at a white rabbit and check. Jacket, yellow coat, and looking at a gold pocket watch, Robert. Oh, my paws, the whiskers, I'd be late. He heads off down a hole. Then a young girl comes running up, wearing a blue dress, with a white apron. Alice, excuse me, sir, have you seen a rather large white rabbit with a yellow waistcoat and white gloves hereabouts? Whereas the McCoy pants in the direction of the white of the rabbit. Went. The girl curtsies nicely. Alice, thank you very much. She runs off after the rabbit. McCoy, Sulu? Sulu, what is it? What's the matter? McCoy, did you see them? Sulu, see what? Did you see anything? What is it, Doc? Kurt's quarters. The captain is dictating his log in the presence of human Tony Burrows. Kurt, captain's log, stardate 3025.3. Orbiting an inhabited planet in the Okorian Delta region. A planet remarkably like Earth. The hell we remember Earth to be plant-like, but beautiful green flowers, trees, green lawn, quiet and restful, almost too good to be true. Tonya, sir, I didn't see your name in any of my sh- of the shore parties. Sir, Tonya, sir, I didn't see your name in any of the shore parties. Kirk, I may be tired, gentlemen, but I'm not falling apart. Dismiss. Tonya, aye, aye, sir. She leaves and Kirk Spock enters. Kirk. Mr. Spock, we beat me down the starboard section first. Which section would you like to go with? 
Spot, no, not necessary in my case, Captain. On my planet, to rest is to rest to cease using energy. To me, it is quite illogical to run up and down green grass using energy instead of saving it. Intercom whistles. Kirk, Kirk here. You're Dr. McCoy calling for the planet, Captain. Kirk, yes, open the channel, you're a... You're a... Aye, aye, sir. Glade. McCoy, Captain. Are you beaming down? Kirk's quarters. Kirk, I haven't planned to, Bones. Why? Glade. McCoy, well, either our scouting probes and detectors are malfunctioning, or the scouts careless, careless and beauty intoxicated, or I have... Oh, I must report myself unfit for duty. Kirk quarters. Kirk, explain. Glade. McCoy. Well, this is supposed to be an inhabited planet. I just saw a large rabbit. Kirk quarters. McCoy. Pull a gold watch from his vest and claim he was late. Kirk, that's pretty good. I got one for you. The rabbit is followed by a little blonde. Go right. Glade. McCoy. As a matter of fact, yes. Kirk quarters. Kirk McCoy. And he disappeared through a hole in a hedge. Kirk, all right, Doctor. I had to get, take your pull under consideration. Captain out. That's a McCoy pill with a mystery coat sugar coating. He wants to get me down there. I'm afraid I won't swallow it. Kirk, spot. Very well, Captain. Something I need to, I did come to discuss. Kirk, yes, Mr. Spot, what is it? Spot, I picked this up from Dr. McCoy's log. We have a criminal aboard who's missing, showing signs of stress and fatigue. Reaction time down 9 to 12 percent. The social issue, reading norm, minus three. Kirk, that's much too low a rating. Spock, he's becoming irritable and quarrelsome, yet he refuses to take rest and rehabilitation. Now he is right, but we have found Kirk, a Coven's right ends when the safety of the ship begins. That man will go on shore on my orders. What's his name? Spock, James Kirk. Enjoy yourself, Captain. It's an interesting planet. You'll find it quite pleasant. Very much like uh, your Earth. Planet surface establishing shot of the landscape. Spock. Scouts are detecting no animals, artifacts, or force fields of any kind. A peace, sunshine, and good air. You have no problems. But as the words are spoken, a rock rises itself to reveal a classic Western-style six-fusion gun. Elsewhere, a man and a woman taking scans of vegetation. Tell her, the woman. Does it always have to be work with you? There's so much loveliness. Rodriguez, you didn't find all this so lovely. If your report to the captain isn't ready when he asks for it, we shouldn't be long. Kirk and Barrow's been down. Kirk, Rodriguez. Tell her, anything to... All right? Rodriguez, yes, sir. We gleaned the specimen survey. Kirk, good. That should be significant. Bring it up to Mr. Spot when you're ready and start enjoying yourselves. Rodriguez, thank you, sir. And, sir, I think you'll find Dr. McCoy and Mr. Sulu that way. Kirk, thank you. Walking along, Kirk, restful. And after that, what we've been through, it's hard to believe a place this beautiful exists. Tonya, it's beautiful. So lovely, restful. I mean, affirmative, Captain. Kirk, McCoy, 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 over here, over here. You meet up by the lake. Kirk, bones. How? How many good rabbits? Jokes lately? McCoy, as a matter of fact, I do. This one's not one of them. Look at this, a pair of large tracks in the soil. I saw what I saw, or maybe I elucidated it. But I want you to take a look and tell me what you think about it. Kurt, footsteps could be a rabbit. It would have to be an unusual creature to make this size tracks. What about Mr. Sulu? Will he confirm what he saw? McCoy, negative. Examining the floor at the time. Kurt, bridge, this is the captain. Tonya, where is Mr. Sulu? McCoy, collecting specimens. Aurora, bridge.
Kirk, has the first shore party been down yet? You're a negative, Captain. They're just about to start. Kirk, get this message to all shore parties. Stand by. No one is to leave the ship. You're an I, sir. McCoy, you're cancelling your shore leave on account of this, Jim. Kirk, you're the doctor, doctor. Can you explain this? McCoy, well, no. Kirk, neither can I admit it. It looks harmless. It probably is harmless. Before I bring my people down here, I want proof it's harmless. The hear a gunshot. Kirk draws his phaser and head off in the direction of the shot. More are fired. What a woodland path. If I sort of target practicing. Kirk, what do you think you're doing? Sort of target shooting, Captain. Is it pretty? I've got anything of this. Anything like this in my collection. Kirk, where did you get it, Mr. Sulu? Sulu, I found it. I know it's a crazy coincidence, but I always wanted one like this. But it's lying right there. An old timepiece special. In beautiful condition. Had it been one like this made in a couple of centuries? Kirk, holding his ha- out his hand of a defending weapon. Mr. Sulu? Sulu handing over. Fires like lead pellets propelled by expanding gases. A chemical explosion. Kirk, I hang on to it. Fresh air seems to be made you trigger happy. Twenty Doctor McCoy's rabbit, sir. You must have gone through there here. Kirk, are you sure our interest didn't show any life animal life on this planet? McCoy, absolutely no birds, no mammals, no insects, nothing. I'm certain our readings weren't off. Wasn't off. Kirk, I like to believe this is an elaborate gag. But you and Barrows, you're a com- you company, Mr. Sulu. Find out. Uh, where those tracks came from, Doctor? You come with me back to the glade. I'd like another look at that area. As I head back, the aerial comes out in front of the point of view and follows them. Kirk, this is turning out to be very unusual, surely. McCoy, well, it could have been worse. Kirk, how? McCoy, you could have seen the rabbit. Kirk, what's the matter, Bones? Are you getting a persecution complex? McCoy, very well, well yeah. We're going to get a little bit picked on. That's what you mean? Kirk, I know what the feeling very well. I had it in the academy. An upper classman. There, one practical joke after another. And always on me. My personal devil. A guy by the name of Finnegan. McCoy, and, and you being a very serious young... Kirk serious? I like to I make a confession, Bones. I was absolutely grim. Which delighted Finnegan to no end. You're kind of going to put a bowl of cold soup in your bed. Or bucket of water propped up on a half-open door. You know what you strike out, strike next. More tracks, more like real rabbit. Come from over there, here, there. McCoy, girl's footprints, the young blonde I saw chasing it. Kurt, yes, you follow the rabbit, I'll backtrack the girl. I'll meet you around the other side of the hill. McCoy, good. I've got a personal grudge against the rabbit, Jim. He spit up and then suddenly there's a young man leaning against a tree trunk. Finnegan, a dreadful, cold, old Irish accent. Jim. Kirk? Finnegan? I can't believe it. Finnegan, you don't, you know. Well, I'm going to strike her. Hits him on the strike jaw. The hell is this? Come on, come on, it's me, Finnegan. All right, Jimmy boy. Manical laughter. Come on, head, hit, lay on, on me. I see you always wanted, wasn't it? Isn't it? Come on, come on. Kirk, all right. Let's try that, that one that one again. He, lay, he just lays hands on Finnegan for a good fight. When he screams. Kirk runs off to investigate Finnegan. Go on, go! Excuse Jim Bobby. Run away, run away, run away! Along the path he meets McCoy. McCoy, what was what was it? Kirk, Lieutenant Yeoman Burrows. 
coat, yellow arrows, a violet scene of fine Tonya, dishevelled with a uniform, torn, hugging a tree. Kirk, what happened, Tonya? I don't know. I mean, I do know. I was following tracks, and there he was. Kirk, who was? Tonya, him. Kirk Barrows, give me a report. Tonya, he had a cloak, sir, a dagger with jewels on it. Kirk, are you sure you're not imagining all this? Tonya, Captain, I know it sounds incredible, but I don't imagine it any more than I imagine you he did this. McCoy, sounds like Don Juan. Tonya, yes, I was a sort of storybook walking, walking around here. I was thinking that all the girlies don't want just daydream me. Well, you would have worked about someone you'd like to meet. Kirk, Mrs. Sula was with you. Where is he now? Tonya, he ran after him. Kirk, stay with her doctor. She is off the direction she indicates. Kirk, Mr. Sulu, Sulu. Nero comes up from a rock, monitors him. He runs along the path. Kirk, Mr. Sulu, Mr. Sulu. Rocking outcrop. The captain runs across a barren piece of ground towards a rocking outcrop, which suddenly gains palms and banana plants when he gets there. Kirk, Sulu, he picks up an orange panel, flower and becomes wistful. There she is, blonde and lovely, a dress half white, half black of roses. Kirk, Ruth, 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 Jim, darling, it's me, it's Ruth. She kisses him. Captain Long, stardate 3025.8. Investigation on this increasingly unusual planet continues. We're seeing things that cannot possibly exist, yet they are undeniably real. Looking out, crop. Kirk, into the communicator. McCoy, do you read me? Ruth, Ruth, can you do, can it be you? How could you possibly be here? Be here. You would haven't aged been 15 years, Ruth. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. Communicate beeps. Kirk, Kirk here. McCoy, did you find Mr. Sulu, Captain? Kirk, what? McCoy, did you find Mr. Sulu? Kirk, no, I, but I'm sure he's all right. McCoy, sir, are you right? Kirk, yes, I'm fine. Rodriguez, Rodriguez to Captain Kirk. Kirk, yes, Mr. Rodriguez. Rodriguez, Captain. A while ago, I saw some birds. A whole flock of them. Kirk, don't you like birds, Mr. McGrodies? Rodriguez, Rodriguez. I like them fine, sir. But our survey showed. Kirk, then offhand, I say your instruments are defective. There are indeed life forms on this planet, Rodriguez. Sir, our surveys couldn't have been that wrong. Kirk, Mr. Rodriguez, have his search parties renews at the Glade. I'd like some answers to all this, Rodriguez. Aye, aye, sir. Ruth, you have to go. Kirk, I don't want to. Ruth, I like. I would. Will, 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 will you see me again if you want to? Kirk, you haven't told me. You haven't told me. Ruth, do you want. Do, do what you have to do, and I'll be waiting. Kirk, Ruth, communicate a beeps. Kirk, Kirk here. Spot, Captain. Kirk, yes, Mr. Spot, bridge. Spot, I'm getting strange readings on the planet's surface, Captain. Some sort of power field down there, yeah. Working out, crop. Kirk, specify. Spot, a highly sophisticated type of energy, draining on power and increasing, giving an effect to affect our communications. Kirk, can you pinpoint the source bridge? Spot, could be coming from beneath the planet's surface. Patterns indicate some sort of industrial wave activity. Working out, crop. Kirk. But keep me posted, Mr. Spock. Continue your investigations down here. Captain out. He walks off. Wouldn't line path. We are on the back of the tree where Tonya met Don Juan. Something is running between them. A couple go walking arm in arm through the tropical plants. McCoy, feeling better? Tonya, a little, but I wouldn't want to be alone here. McCoy, it's a beautiful place. A little strange, I admit. Tonya, that's just it. It's almost too beautiful. I was thinking... 
Even before my tunic was torn, there's a place that a girl should be, should be, oh, seeing now a girl should be dressed like a fairy dress princess with lots of photo stuff, tall hat with a veil. Okay, I see what you mean. But when you, but then you have a whole armies of dumb ones to fight, you fight off. And me too, Tonya. Is that a promise, Doctor? Takes her hand in his hand. In his, and they gaze at each other's eyes for a long second. He spots a dream clothing hanging on some shrubs. Tell old doctor, they're lovely. Look at me, doctor. A lady to be detected for princess for the, of the blood royal. McCoy, all, all those things and many more. Look, you lovely with you wearing them. Do- Tonya, doctor, I'm afraid. McCoy, now look, I don't know how or why. The dress is here. I'd like to see you in it. Why don't you put it on? Tonya, all right. But you stay right there. Don't peek. McCoy, my dear girl, I'm a doctor. When I peek, it's for the line of duty. So he's back on her. He's communicating beeps. But where did you Call him, Dr. McCoy. McCoy, here? I can't read you very well. Is this for Regis? This is all the volume I can get off this thing. Can't read you well either. Captain orders. Revenues at the Glade, where you first, where you first found you. McCoy, right. What's the devil wrong with the communicators? Esben, 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 and Teller problems of their own. The tigers have been trapped. Have been trapped. Where do you, Doctor, Doctor McCoy? Doctor, Doctor McCoy, the tiger gets bored and leaves. Tony emerges with a changing room, looking lovely and happy in a Disney fancy creation. Bridged, Kirk. You're the science officer, Mr. Spot. I want some answers. Looking out, Kirk. First there was McCoy's Alice in Wonderland, where there was supposed to be no animal life, and Sue's gun, with no refined metal detected, Virgil's birds, and then, well, my world of two people I saw. Bridge, Spock. Any chance these, these could be hallucinations? Kirk. Looking out, Kirk. One of you should have me with a cloak on the jaw. Bridge, Kirk. The other? Spock. This sounds like a painful reality. Rocky Outcrop. Kirk, yes, Spock. There must be a lot, some logical explanation. Bridge, Spock. Your signal's very weak. Can you turn up your game? Kirk. I'm with your maximum, Spock. Captain, shall I bring you down an armed party? Rocky Outcrop. Kirk, negative. Are people armed with phasers? Besides, there's yet any real danger. He sees geese flying overhead. Captain, out. Captain, Sulu walks along by his cliff face. As the hatch opens in the ground, out comes a samurai attacking. Through the phaser doesn't work, he's forced to dodge a long, sharp sword. Rocky outcrop. Kirk. McCoy, Coy, do you read me, Kirk? Read me, Kirk. To McCoy, come in. Sulu comes running over the rocks towards him. Sulu, Captain, take cover. There's a samurai after me. Kirk? A what? Samurai. Sulu, I mean, there was. No one is chasing him now. Captain, you've got to believe me. Kirk, I do. I've met some interesting personages myself. Have you seen any others while you've been while I've been gone? So I got a call a few minutes ago. Rodriguez said there was revenues back at the Glade. Kirk, I hope he got through to everybody. Communication tunes almost out. So that's not all. So's my phaser. Kirk checks his weapon, own weapon. Nothing. Kirk, yeah, we better get to the Glade. So yes, sir. Send first filter beam. Look, someone's beaming down for the bridge. Kirk, someone trying to, something's obstructing it. Finally, a film's shape, form materializes. Mr. Spock, my orders were not, no one to leave the ship. 
spot necessary, Captain. I'm able to contact you by communicator and transporter. It's useless to us now. I'll tell you before, there's an unusual power field down here. I'm soaking, soaking out all the energy at the source. I calculated the rate of its growth and reasoned that it might be able to transport one more person. Kirk, good. We can use your help. Sort of, we're stranded down here, Captain. Kirk, until we can find out what it's all about. Laid. Tony, there's no one here. McCoy, that this is where the captain said to revenues to make Tony stand with her back to a tree. I swear I heard some fit one well, moving around, Tony. Don't talk like that. McCoy, princess, should be afraid. Not a very night to protect her. Logging out crop. The tree over here is snarl with a big cat. Kirk, that way. Spread out. Let's find it. A glade, a glade, a light arm, an armor, and black horses appeared. Coming down, to, coming towards them. McCoy, these things cannot be real. Hallucinations can't harm us. Go back to where you were. Kirk and Spock arrive on the scene. A knight loads his lance, charges, runs McCoy through. Twenty screams. Spock draws his phaser. And Kirk, the gun, he confiscates for Sulu. He shoots a knight from his horse. They run to McCoy. Tony, he's dead. Captain Long, Sumpermental, all contact with the Enterprise have been lost. We're trapped here. Our ship's surgeon's my personal friend is dead. We're certain now that whatever it will face is terribly real. Glade, Tony, it's my fault. I should never, it would never, it never would have happened. It's all my, it's my fault. Kurt, no, Tony, it is, it, it is, it is, I'm to blame. Kurt, Yeoman, like we're in trouble. Need every crewman alert and thinking. Tony, I aye, sir. Sulu at the knight's body. Captain, Captain, Kurt goes over. Sulu, you want to have a look at this. The captain is a plastic dummy. I don't understand. Kurt, neither do I, Mr. Sulu. Before we leave this planet, I will. Sulu is like a dummy, Captain. It couldn't be alive. Kurt, Trigalter? Sulu is still operating, sir. Kurt, Mr. Spock. Spock and Sulu swap places. Hang over the Trigalter. What do you make of that? Spock, this is not a human it's skin tissue, Captain. Very closely resembles cellular casting we use for wind repair, wound repairs. Much fun, of course. Kirk, I, uh, I want to extract a judgment, Mr. Spock. Look, this is definitely a mechanical contrivance. It's about the same basic cell structure as the plants here, even the trees and the grass, Kirk. Are you saying this is a planet plant, Mr. Spock? Spock, I'm saying that these are all in the colonial cellular castings of plants, the tr- animals, the people. It will all be manufactured. Cut by whom? Why? And why are these particular things? Well, we have known for certain is that they act like the real thing, just as pleasant or just as deadly. The buggy is in the air and a plane flies overhead. Woodland path. Tell her, what is it? Well, geez, are the crazy? Oh, all the crazy things. Remember I was telling you a while ago about the early wars and funny air vehicles they use? As one of them. Tell her, can it hurt us? Well, geez, not unless it's Makes a stuff, stuffering run. Tell her a what? Rodriguez, a way they used to attack people on the ground. Pound descends. Come on. They run along the path as the second plane joins the first. Straight in a clump of trees. Angela falls to the ground. And he hit the tree. Rodriguez. Angela. Glade. Everyone has been watching the air show. And Sulu knows his Sulu's captain. Cut. Cut. McCoy's body. Sulu has been gone. Dragged off. Tony and the Black Knight too. Kirk Spock. Spock at that this point, Captain. My analysis is not may not sound very scientific. Kirk McCoy's death is a scientific fact. Spock. This is one one slight possibility, very slim, but nevertheless, Captain. What was our, what was your thought just before you counted the people you described? 
Kurt, I was thinking about the company my days with Lincoln. Hey, hey, Jimmy boy. I was working hard for your faces, her. Well, I am waiting for you, Jimmy boy. Kurt, Finnegan, Finnegan, what's happening to my people? Finnegan laughs and runs off. Kurt, take Sulu, find McCoy's body. This man is my problem. Spot, Captain, wait. Kirk, that's an order, Mr. Spot. He runs off to Finnegan. Finnegan, here I am, run. Rocking out, Kirk, Finnegan. Jim, find me. Can't you see me? Come and get me. Where well, I am. Come on. You never could find your head up, head with both hands like you used to, like you used to be, Jimmy. Remember? Finally, Kirk catches up with him because he's lunging, lunging on, on a ledge. Hey, Jim. Kirk, I need some, some answers. Finnegan, coming up. He jumps at Kirk, and they have a fight. Finnegan knocks Kirk down. Finnegan, get up, get up. Always fight fair, don't you? True officer and gentleman, you. You're stupid of her glass, under glass. I got the edge. I'm still 20 years old. Look at you. You're an old man. Fight resumes, and Kirk punches Finnegan till he falls down a foggy slope and ends up withering in pain. Finnegan, I can't move my leg. I can't move my leg. My leg is back and broken. You're broken me back. Kirk, can you feel that? He, get, he gets kicked to the ground. Finnegan, can you feel that now? Jim, Kurt passes out. Sweet, sleep, sleep, sweet, sleep, Jimmy boy. Sleep as long as you like. Sleep forever, Jim boy. Forever and ever. A little later, Kurt regains consciousness. Finnegan, why do you ever learn, Jim boy? You never could take me, you know. Kurt, Finnegan, one thing, Finnegan. Sure, name it. Kirk answers. Finnegan, earn them. He throws dirt into Kirk's face and the exchange of punches resumes. They both too tired to continue. Finnegan, not bad. Kind of makes up for things, huh, Jim? Kirk, a lot of things. What's happening to my people? Finnegan, I never answer questions from flea, plea, plebs, Jimmy boy. Kirk, I'm not a pleb. This is, today, this is today, 15 years later. What are you doing here? Finnegan, I'm being exactly what you expect me to be, Jimmy boy. Kurt lends him a final haymaker. Not Finnegan out cold. Spock, did you enjoy it, Captain? Kurt, I yes, I enjoyed it. After all these years, realization, realization dawns, I did enjoy it. One thing I wanted to do after all these years was to beat a tire at home, Finnegan. But you spoke a fairy in me for mating. Kurt, are we all meeting people things we happen to be thinking about at the moment? Spock, yes. So now our thoughts are red. These things are quickly manufactured and provided for us. Kirk, dangerous if we happen to be thinking about Spot. Yes, but we must we must all control our thoughts. Kirk, difficult. Spot, the force field that we encountered is obviously underground. Manufacturing these things, past passages, lead to surface. Just for example, when Gigi's thought of a tiger. Kirk, Spock, the tiger behind him. The chain, when the neck is tivering to the spot, clearly visible. Kirk, we've got to get back to the landing part in Warnham. They start to run back to the glade, the aircraft stay them. Kirk elbows the samurai out of the way, glade. Tonya, Tonya has changed back to the uniform. The dog one sneaks up behind her and grabs her, warning off. Sulu Rodriguez with his sword. Kirk, Sulu Rodriguez, burrows, front and centre. When Don one runs off. Sulu, sir, Kirk, don't ask any questions, Sulu. Face front, everyone. Don't talk, don't breathe, don't think. Your attention. Concentrate on that, and only that. Concentrate. Spot, Captain. A smiling, grey-haired man in long green robe walks up to Kirk. Kirk, who are you, caretaker? I'm the caretaker of this place, Captain Kirk. Kirk, you know my name? 
caretaker, but of course, Lieutenant Moody, he's a tenant Sue, Yerman Burroughs, and Mr. Spock. We just discovered you don't understand all this. These experiences are not intended to amuse you. Can't amuse? What's your word for what we've been through? Caretaker, but none of this is permanent. Have you, only, you only have to imagine your fondest wishes, even old ones you wish to relive, or new ones. Everything at all. Anything on battle, fear, love, triumph. Anything that pleases you can be made to happen. But the term is amusement park. Caretaker, of course. But the whole earth term. A place where people could go and see and do all sorts of fascinating things. Caretaker is a tiny planet that's constructed for a race of people to come and play. So you play as advanced as you obviously are? You, and you still play? Kirk. Yes, play. The more complex a mind, the greater need for simplicity of play. Caretaker is exactly, Captain. How very perceptive of you, Kirk. But you still don't, doesn't explain the death of my ship's surgeon. Of course, possibly because no one died, Jim. Joe's in from the lovely girl on each arm. I take below the surface for some rather remarkable repairs. It's amazing. I've got a factory complex down there. You wouldn't believe it can build or do anything immediately. Tony, not amused. And how do you explain them? Wait, all them. Well, I was thinking about a little bit of cabaret and Ellen Rigel too. And then with these two girls of chorus line. And well, here they are. Well, after all, I am on shore leave. Twenty and so am I. McCoy, oh yes, so you are. Well, girls, I suppose you can turn some, you can turn something up. The cabarets go to Sulu, Spock. Caretaker, we regret that some of you have been made uncomfortable. Kurt, you say your people built all this? Who are you? What planet are you from? Caretaker, my impression is that your race not yet did you understand us. Captain? But I attend to agree. Communicate beeps. Kirk? Kirk here. You're a... This is a bridge, Captain. Our power systems have just come back in. Do you require assistance? Kirk? No, everything is in order. Lieutenant, stand by. Caretaker, however. You're a... I know, sir. Caretaker. If you'd like to use a proper caution, it's a music planet of ours. Could be an ideal place for your people to enjoy themselves, if you wish. McCoy. Is that what the doctor ordered, Jim? Is that, is that what the doctor ordered, Jim? Kirk Lieutenant, you're a sir. Kirk, commence transporting shore parties, leave parties. Tell them to prepare for the best shore leave they ever had. Kirk out. Lock, handling in the girl over the Sulu. Captain, I'll go back to the board of the ship and take over. With due respect to the young lady, I've already had as much shore leave as I can hand for. Kirk, no, Mr. Spark, I'll go. You, then he sees Rove walking towards the group. On the other hand, I'll stay for a day or two. Bridge. Did you enjoy your rest, gentlemen? Kirk, yes, we did, Mr. Spock. I think we did. Of course, indeed, we did, Mr. Spock. Spock, mostly logical. Kirk, ahead, walk factor, Mr. Sulu.